Hey everybody, it's Nathaniel Avila reporting from Dallas County, and I'm who am I here with? Hey, it's Hanya. Hello. So, what are we watching today? Or are we talking we about are today? Going I mean... over... We are listening to reading about Elise, uh, Elise Lamb. Yeah, we did that last week. Oh, did <laughs> I don't know. Not right here. Uh, we're talking about the babushka lady. Hey, babushka. It's Russian for grandmother in Russian. Yep. So what do you know about the babushka lady? Uh... Actually, really, the only Russian mythology that I know is about Baba Yaga. Right, the boogeyman. Uh, but actually, this has nothing to do with Russia at all. Uh, so let's talk about. Yeah, so let's talk about the Babushka Lady, because this story takes place right here in the city of Dallas in 1963. So the babushka lady is an unknown woman who was present in the assassination of President John F. Kennedy, who might have been fo who might have photographed the events that occurred in Dallas Dallas's Dealey Plaza at the time of Kennedy's well, that, the time that Kennedy was shot. Um, and the reason why we call her the babushka lady was because it came from the headscarf she wore, which was similar to scars worn by elderly Russian women. Uh, which which is where the term babushka comes from, or why we call her that, uh, because it means grandmother or old woman in Russian. So that is that's the basically what that makes sense. Yeah. So that's what the babushka lady is. So let's dive on into it. Ready? Yeah. Yep. Let's do this. All right, so we're going to go forward from 1963, and we're going to go forward a bit to 1970. Uh, oh, actually, before we do that, uh, let's stick, stick in 1963 for a bit. So uh, so the babushka lady was seen to be holding a camera by eyewitnesses and was also seen in film accounts of the assassination of Kennedy. She was observed standing in the grass between Elm and Main Streets and is visible in the Zapruder film as well uh, as the films of Orville Nix, uh, Marie Muchmore, and Mark Bell. Uh, at 44 minutes and 47 seconds into the Bell film was where we can, where we can see her, even though the shooting had already taken place and most of the, her surrounding witnesses took cover, she can be seen still standing with the camera at her face. After the shooting, she crossed Elm Street and joined the crowd that went up, that went up uh, the grassy knoll. She was last seen in photographs walking east in Elm Street. Uh, neither she nor the film that film she may have taken have never been positively identified. So, that's what happened. So let's fast forward to 1970 where a woman named Beverly Oliver told conspiracy researcher Gary Shaw at a church revival meeting in Joshua, Texas 
that she was the babushka lady. <gasps> Heaven forbid! In church, you don't lie like that. Mm hmm. So, uh, so do you think that this lady, this lady, uh, is the babushka lady? I don't know. Let's keep reading and seeing where we lead. Yep. So Oliver stated that she filmed the assassination with a Super 8 film, uh, Yashika, that she, uh, turned the undeveloped film over to two men who identified themselves as, to her as FBI agents. Now, according to Oliver, she obtained no receipt from the men who told her that they would return the film to her within 10 days. Let me guess Guess what they didn't do. So... Return the film, because that's how criminals work. Yay! Mm -hmm. So she did not follow up with an inquiry, uh, and so she reiterated her claims in the 1988 documentary The Men Who Killed Kennedy. According to Vincent Be uh, Bigliosi, Oliver has never proved to most people's satisfaction that she was in Dealey Plaza that day. Confronted with the fact that the Yashika Super 8 camera was not made until 1969. She stated that she received the experimental camera from a friend and was not even sure the manufacturer's name was on it. So what do you think about that? Hmm, sounds suspicious to me. So do you do you think that that she really was using like an experimental Super 8 camera? I mean, she could possibly been, but there's no telling if there's no camera to produce to show off. Mm -hmm. So Beverly Oliver's claims were the basis of it for a scene in Oliver Stone's 1991 film JFK, in which a character named Beverly means Jim Garrison in a Dallas nightclub. So played by Lolita uh, Davidovich, she depicted the director uh, in the director director's cut as wearing a headscarf at Dealey Plaza and speaking of given and speaking of given the film, she shot the two men claiming to be FBI agents. <gasps> so let's fast forward again to 1979, March. The photographic evidence panel of the United States Select Committee on Assassinations indicated that they were unable to locate any film attributed to the Babushka Lady. According to their report, initially, <clears throat> Robert Gordon, a photographic consultant to the committee, advised the panel as, a per to, as to pertinent photographic issues and related materials, uh, committee investigators located many of the suggested films and photographs however some items were never located i.e the babushka lady film a color photograph by norman similas and the original negative of the Bet betzner photograph so what are we thinking so far hmm interesting twist up i think mm-hmm so we got all this stuff going on, and we don't know whether this Beverly Oliver is actually the Babushka lady. So what 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 are you kind of leaning on towards now? Is is Oliver the Babushka lady, or is it somebody claiming to be? I think someone's claiming to be. It could be almost anyone. 
Are you the babushka lady? Nah, I'm not quite up in that age range yet to <laughs> even say I'm anywhere near babushka. Okay. Uh, okay, so on November 18th, 1994, assassination researcher Gary Mack testified before the Assassination Records Review Board that she that he had recently been told by an executive at Kodak's Dallas office that a woman in her early 30s with burnet hair brought in film purported to be of the assassination scene while they were processing the Zapruder film. So according to Mack, the executive said the woman explained to federal officers or federal investigators already that the film processing office uh, that she wait what yeah that uh, at the film processing office that she ran from Main Street across the grass to Elm Street where she stopped and snapped a photo of some pe with some people in the foreground of the presidential limousine and the Texas School Book Suppository. Uh, Texas School Book Depository. Now, Max said that she was told by Kodak, that Kodak executive, that the photo was extremely blurry and virtually useless and indicated that the woman likely went home without anyone recording her identity. After suggesting that the woman in the story may have been the babushka lady, Mac then told the board, I do not believe that Beverly Oliver is the babushka lady. Or let me rephrase that. She certainly could be, but the rest of the story is a fabrication. So what do you think about that? Ooh, interesting. Hmm. How is it interesting? Well, I mean, he doesn't think that she is the one that did it, and she's claiming that she is. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those he says, she says things all over again. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a Kodak executive, so I don't see why he would have uh, any reason to lie. Um, but also, that gives the question about what she photographed or filmed at the uh, assassination but according to this Kodak executive guy what's his name Mac according to Mac uh, it, it was it was really blurry and it didn't it wasn't very useful he's trying to protect his product our product would never have such a blurry picture to be enforced out into the public um, as opposed to the Yashika? Of course. You know, other competitors do way worse than us. We're Kodak. We have clear pictures. <laughs> Is Kodak an American company? I honestly don't remember. Let I me, think so. Let me go check. Because I know Yashika's Japanese. Uh, yeah, it's American. All right, so uh, also appearing that same day before the ARRB as Beverly Oliver Masagi, Oliver stated that she was 17 years old at the time of the assassination. She told the board that she was filming with an experimental 8mm movie camera approximately 20 to 30 feet from Kennedy when he was shot, and that the film confiscated by a man identified himself as an FBI agent. According to Oliver, she handed over the camera because the man 
was an authority figure and because she feared being caught in the possession of the weeds, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I blaze. So, yep. And that's pretty much the story of the babushka lady. Well, isn't that as interesting as you give it credit for? What? I mean, isn't it interesting for the whole thing to happen like that? Mm-hmm. And, like, so what do you think? Do you think that final final verdict is Oliver, Beverly Oliver, the babushka lady? No, I think she just wanted to have some famousness about herself. Mm-hmm. And claim that, or if she was true, I mean, how do you show proof that what happened has happened? Mm-hmm. That's right. I don't think she ever produced the actual camera, or or anything like that. Um, well, in in the story, the camera was taken. Well, she gave it to people that needed the evidence for the camera and took it away, so she had no proof that she was the one that had the camera in the first place. I think she gave the film, actually, just the film. Yeah. So if you don't have any film to connect to the camera, how can you say that you're mm-hmm. the one that has it? Right. But then we have uh, we have Mac from Kodak who says that he has the the footage, but it was just super blurry and then no one can. It, it's basically useless, so there was no point to it. Um. Which begs to differ, why do you have the footage at your company when she has the camera? How does this coincide with each other? What? I mean... Explain your reasoning. Oh, are you losing me? I'm sorry. No, no, I I get you, but uh, how does uh, the film correlate with the camera? Well... Wouldn't the, in that process, when cameras were first done, that you would have to, you could possibly know about how those uh, cameras work mm-hmm. and possibly put a way to figure out what camera took what picture? All right. Oh, sorry. So, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so we got... Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I think it's a little fishy that he has the film and saying that it couldn't have been done by one of his cameras from Kodak if you're trying to keep your company afloat. So you're saying that that Mac probably most likely was lying to make to make his company sound good make his company sound good plus if it is truly his film or knew who took the picture and already knew who the Fabrizka woman is then hey he already knows who the real babushka is without someone actually, you know, claiming they are the babushka person. Right. And then we also got Oliver's uh, second story that she uh, said that she basically gave to the ARRB, which said that uh, 
that she was um uh she was 17 when the assassination happened um and but uh the kodak executive said that the babushka lady was most likely in her 30s and not a teenager And I mean, that is an interesting idea, but then as a makeup artist, you can easily fake your age if you're good enough. Okay, so you think that she faked her age to make herself appear older in 1963? It's possible. I'm not <laughs> saying that she is or is not the babushka for the assassination. Mm-hmm. And then we also have uh, the thing where she said that the film was confiscated by two uh, by a man who identified himself as an FBI agent, while her earlier testimony said that she was it was two men who claimed as FB, who claimed to be FBI agents. So her story changed a little. Yep, one to two. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So it makes me kind of feel that she wasn't the babushka lady. I mean, some of this evidence is coming around to saying that she is not. So you are saying Beverly Oliver is not the babushka lady. I am just saying that I'm going to go with this disbelief at the moment that it's a possibility that she's not the babushka. Oh, not okay. saying the incident didn't happen with someone of the right gender and age, but it's the possibility that she's not the person that did it. Yes. Now we know that the babushka lady is a real person because there are multiple like photographs and, and stuff of her at the scene, but we just don't know who that is. And also like um, even if we do find out, uh, find what the footage was taken, what, what benefit would that be to us? Because, I mean, it happened, what, six, 60 years ago? And the person who did it was already caught. So... Oh, true. So, right now, it's just speculation and we just have the evidence of the true thing that actually happened mm -hmm. and so yeah that was basically the story of the babushka lady um there's actually multiple other various people that uh happened within the scene of the kennedy assassination because the assassination itself was such a massive thing that happened uh, there were multiple different like mysteries that occurred within the assassination setting. There's like multiple people that uh, are in like the same position as the babushka lady because she is not the only mysterious, unidentified person in in the in the in this in in the in the assassination story. So we also have like people like the badge man uh, who was. Uh, who was spotted in a photograph who seems to be looks like he was firing a sniper a sniper weapon at Kennedy in the grassy knoll maybe it kind of looks like that but we don't know 
Then there's also the three tramps, who are three men who were uh, photographed by several Dallas area newspapers under a police escort near the Dallas Books Depository. And we also have the Umbrella Man, uh, who I think was officially identified. Um, so was basically a guy who is who appears in the Zapruder film, like holding a an, an umbrella. Um, holding an umbrella, which I think was supposed to be like a protest for some policy. So yeah, so there are multiple different mysteries surrounding the assassination that uh, also like like that does not also relate to the assassination itself, which is also pretty uh, a very rife with conspiracy theories and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, of course, with so many people just out in the woodwork and different things, it's one of those, how many different people came back from and forward in time to come back to prevent someone else that's trying to kill? And you got all these people that haven't been identified, but that's just the thing, isn't it? You that's you, why it's just, uh, you know, you a see, normal theory. You think they were like time travelers? That's the only thing I can actually tune extent with as many people as there were for the Kennedy assassination in Dallas. Is that only one person hit, maybe two, hit Kennedy, but everyone else was trying to prevent someone else from killing him. Okay. Uh, but they didn't, they, they didn't do it? They weren't able to do it? Or if the other way around there... He has to die, and other people are trying to save him from dying in the first place. And so, for history to be pretty good, or in the sense that we know it as of today, he has to die. Because if he lives, then there's a whole different new age of problems that we don't know about yeah. that never existed. I think uh, that sounds a lot like the plot of 11 Oh, is it? Or was it really actually based off a of truth from a time traveler who wanted to make the story known and it was only considered fiction? And his name was Stephen <laughs> King? You never know. It could just have been dropped into his lap. That's the point of, you know, stories. Okay. So, yep, that's, oh, I mean, Hanyu's theory. Don't worry, Whatever I, shall I do? Don't worry, I won't I won't put that in. So that's that's her theory that the eleven twenty two sixty-three is a true story. That that is a a Hanyu theory. Am I right? True. Very true. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, there was other like um other things that are going on within oh, also like the presence of the babushka lady is also probably another thing that uh the they the people who are into like the various conspiracy theories of the assassination of the kennedy assassination would probably be more interested in than other people because of her claim that the film was taken by the fbi um and that it may like it might have also included uh, somebody else at the grassy knoll or something. Ooh. So that's probably why her importance, like, basically stuck with us for another six decades. 
Very true. Mm-hmm. So, final thoughts. What do you think about the oh. Babushka Lady story? Final thoughts is that I think you're probably right that uh, that she might have not been the actual Babushka Lady and it might have been someone else. Mm-hmm. So, that's the only thing I will say that I believe. Yeah, and that's if she is still alive. So True, if she's still alive. You know, we always have to undo any type of uh, paradox that could possibly happen. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's the story of the babushka lady. Uh, that was a very interesting story that took place within the setting of the uh, Kennedy assassination. And yeah, that's that's basically everything about this story. Pretty interesting stuff. And let's see, maybe one day we'll we'll find out who the babushka lady truly is. All right, so I've been Nathaniel Avila, and I'm Han Yu, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Yay! Bye. Thank you for listening to a Vision podcast, home of wacky talkies. The kingdom, evil exists, and many more.